so um, you know there are templates online for uh, press releases, uh, you know, but on, only the tiniest newspaper is going to publish a release in in part or in whole. And it, it sounds like a news release is is not really necessarily a, a terribly essential part of the the formula. Are, are there other things that a business owner can do to make it uh, a lot more attractive for a reporter, for instance, uh, um, you know, photography that's provided in advance or uh, um, other documentation or, or backup information on the story? Or, or is that just more things that you have to, uh, to, to kind of um, get through? I mean, it seems like there's this natural tension between give me good story ideas and I'm always busy or I'm, I'm on deadline and I can't talk to you now. Right. Yeah. Well, we are uh, we are crazy. You know, we're you know, unfortunately, a lot of newspapers in Connecticut are half the size uh, in their staff uh, as they were uh, 10 or 15 years ago. So we're all kind of running against that, you know, don't have a whole lot of time to deal with it syndrome. But, you know, on the other hand, we're all newspaper reporters and we have, you know, five to 10 stories a week that we are expected to uh, churn out. So we don't do that just by sitting in our office, you know, uh, hoping that somebody gives us a call and just hands us a story idea. But yet sometimes that is the best thing, you know, that you do get um, people to call you kind of out of the blue. Um, I will say, uh, again, I think a release is really, really important. Um, And I would say a lot of papers put releases in the paper. They don't put them word for word. You know, they'll completely rewrite because they don't like to... uh, think that they're, you know, just putting in uh, marketing information, you know, they want to just put the most important stuff in and keep it as brief as possible um, so as not to waste anyone's time and then because we have limited space. Um, As far as how to make things more attractive for a reporter, uh, again, you know, get all the good information out there. Now, if you have a a really interesting story that maybe, um, you know, maybe reporters don't have a lot of background on, if you put uh, links to other stories related to your business. Um, You know, I I can't think of an example right now, but I know I've seen it before where it was a kind of a business that, you know, was a little abstract and not well known, but, you know, other parts of the country were doing something similar. Um, You know, I I would think, you know, if like a a company like Sweet Greens suddenly arrived in uh, New London, Connecticut, I'm a little aware of it because I've been to Boston and you know, I've eaten there, and it's a great place. Um, But maybe I don't know that, you know, if I'm a local reporter who doesn't get out much, uh, I'd want to know a little bit about what that's all about. So there's been national publications written about them. You could put some links to them, and all of a sudden the reporter has a much better idea of what's going on. Um, and it and it comes from a reliable outside source. I would say that's really critical. Like reporters are never going to take your word for anything. They're going to always double check if they're good reporters. Uh, anything you you put in a a release or an email, um, you know, they're going to want to check it out and make sure it's true. Um, so yeah, there is a, a natural tendency uh, of you know having a a little bit of a problem of of not having a lot of time. Um, But, you know, we always try to run the briefs as much as possible. Um, And I think it's really critical. um, I think this is probably the most critical thing when it comes to releases is get your press release to the right person. Um, I have a problem here because I'm both a business reporter and an editor of a bunch of weekly uh, uh, newspapers. 
Um, so I often get pitches uh, for me and for like 12 other people a day. And the natural tendency when you see 11 other names on the email is go, ah, somebody else will take care of that. So if you're the only name on the press release, that makes you much more uh, likely to respond to something. But on the other hand, you got to make sure that that's the right person. So uh, when you do send to one person and you're not absolutely sure that that is the right person, you know, put a little note saying, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not quite sure you're the right person. If you're not the right person, could you please send this to the right person and also, um, you know, tell me who that right person is so that I know who to follow up with. Um, so I think that's a really good uh, a tip. Um, now, uh, normally, uh, you would, you know, as a person who was interested in getting a business story in the paper, you'd want to go to the business reporter or editor first. Um, the editor would be the number one person. A lot of smaller papers these days don't have a business editor. Uh, the day one time had uh, two uh, or three uh, business reporters and a business editor, and we're now down to one business reporter and sort of a half business reporter. So, um, in that case, you would have to know who the business reporter is. Um, if you can't find that out from the website, and most websites will list the names and the positions of the reporters, um, I would go to the city editor, whoever the city editor is, or go to the main news number and just ask uh, you know, who would be the best person to send this release to. But I really would encourage you sending it to only one person at a time, two absolute max. Um, now, uh, you know, in a smaller publication, um, like my weekly newspapers, you would send it to the editor in charge, which would be me. Um, and, uh, you know, but, you know, the idea that, that reporters are too busy to talk is, is not, not true at all. They, they need your story ideas. They're looking your, for your story ideas. We can't be in, everywhere all at once. And actually, if you're out there helping us, you know, that's a really uh, big stress relief for us um, that we can rely on people like you as our eyes and ears and, and help direct us to the best uh, people to talk to and the best stories out there. So we are very happy to take your ideas. Well, that sounds like uh, good advice to uh, to do your own reporting and, and search out the uh, the right individual for uh, uh, making the pitch. Uh, sounds like the uh, the editors are probably so busy themselves that you can't depend on on just generally sending something uh, to the newspaper and expecting that it's going to land on the right desk uh, without making some some effort. And you you also mentioned that um, there's course a space limitation in a physical newspaper but mm -hmm. we're in a different era now online um, are there publications that are in a sense ex expanding their um, uh, their space by making online publications that aren't necessarily appearing in print no sure there's a ton of online only publications out there um, they tend not to be I mean we had patch here for a while in Connecticut um, which was sort of a direct competition to uh, the newspaper industry. Uh, they sort of went uh, the way of the dinosaur, unfortunately. Um, so you don't really have, yes, you do have places that have uh, online content. Uh, there's very few places that have online content specifically about certain regions of the of the world, and that's what newspapers do best. We cover our regions that we cover, uh, and we, you know, get a, get the newspaper out to everybody. And everybody, you know, we are, we're always out pitching, advertising to all the local businesses. So we're sort of the nexus of of what's going on locally. Um, so I mean, obviously, you can get your name out, and you know, like uh, business 
magazines and, and even online business magazines, but is that really going to help you locally? Probably not. I, I still I still really think there's a niche for the newspapers uh, to be your main source for you know getting people out to your business because we do we you know it's 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 the geography. Nobody else you know sort of owns the geography like newspapers do. So um, I think we're we're still the the main source for people's information about what's happening locally. And yeah, you can go online and find some stuff. Um, I, I would say that you know my recommendation to the newspaper industry for a long time has been run uh, run short stories in the newspaper and longer stories online. Then you would have you know different product. Uh, unfortunately, the way newspapers go, they pretty much take whatever is in the newspaper and they just throw it online. Um, I, I think that may change if our advertising continues to diminish. We may be forced to you know do what I'm suggesting, which is to have more uh, compendium of information in the newspaper and then you know have have Way to, ways to source it online uh, where you actually get the longer story. But for now, we pretty much, whatever we write in the newspaper goes online as is. We add a few extra things with, you know, videos and podcasts and occasional uh, web-only stories, but uh, that's, that's very rare right now. So um, I guess there's perhaps a more of a 100% overlap uh, between the web content and the print content at, at most newspapers uh, now. And the uh, web only is uh, something that's either an experiment or restricted to just a handful of uh, publications, it sounds like. Um, I mean, that's my understanding. Some of the larger uh, publications can get away with it, but I think the smaller folks are, you know, because they've been cutting reporters so drastically, you know, they're just happy to get every bit of content in the paper online, and they don't have a lot of resources to add more than that online. So, um, yeah, so the bigger papers have, a, have a, you know, definitely a more of a web-only uh, uh, ability, but, uh, you know, at this point, uh, the smaller papers are, are kind of struggling to, to be able to do that, do that. So, yeah, that's kind of where we're at. Well, beyond pitching story ideas, uh, how can a business owner establish themselves as uh, sources or subject matter experts with, with the local media? Is, is there something they need to do, maybe registering on uh, helperreporter.com? Um, well, helpareporter.com is great, but to tell you the truth, not everyone in the news business even really knows about it. Um, and you know, there, you know, there's there's less of that sort of content type of reporting going on. It's more uh, reporting about your region. Um, uh, unfortunately, as the, the smaller papers have sort of cut back on their specialty beats, they've had the sort of bring their horns in and make sure they're covering their community. And that's kind of where we're at. Um, but you can get um, known uh, for your expertise um, by uh, calling tips into the paper uh, that are valuable. Um, introduce yourself to the reporters when you're out at the chamber meetings or other meetings that the reporters are covering. Um, maybe even advertise because, you know, just reporters are like everyone else. If you advertise, you're, you're more known uh, for, uh, for being involved in whatever industry it is you're involved with. Um, so that's, that's kind of that's kind of the way it goes. If a business owner, say, wanted to pitch in a story idea, maybe in a little more oblique way, about something like a community issue or an industry issue as opposed to just a feature dead on about their own business, would it help to provide contact information for you know, other subjects that might be informed sources? Or, or would a reporter just prefer to dig up all the, uh, the contacts and the information on their own? 
Um, well, I would say, you know, reporters are always grateful when other, others do some of the legwork for them. Uh, a phone number or email address to sort of get them started is always helpful and saves time. And that's really their most uh, precious commodity right now. So, yeah, I would say uh, they'd be happy to, to hear uh, from you about, you know, the best sources for, uh, for any sort of story. Um, you know, if you're doing a story about uh, manufacturing industry in the area and you sort of don't know where to start, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of contact information out there on the web, but you know, just because a name and number is out there, doesn't mean that's a name and number of someone who wants to talk to you. Number one, and it will be good at talking to you. Number two, so that's kind of like I think when it comes to sourcing, um, one of the reasons why reporters sometimes go back to the same sources over and over again is just because you know they're going to be reliable. First of all, their information is good. They're well informed. Um, there are people who like to talk. There are people that have good quotes. Um, you know, whereas sometimes when you interview other people, it's, you're kind of like pulling teeth to <laughs> get any information out of someone, and certainly to get you know any sort of uh, good quote from folks. So, uh, so it does pay for a business owner to be quotable, to have a few funny or interesting lines that they can say about their business, uh, and uh, it makes uh, it makes the business kind of come to life if they can be their own best spokesman. So on the uh, assumption that um, um, a business, um, you know, can't expect uh, publication to, quote, advertise for them unless there's some relevant uh, aspect of the story, um, maybe um, if you round up uh, even competitors that uh, somehow would best illustrate a concept of what's going on in the industry, you maybe a business is better off with a, a few lines of mention than no mention at all. So uh, some sounds like uh, not all of the relevant um, pitches need to be about uh, simply write something about me. Right, right. I think it's always much more relevant to, you know, to have whatever your pitch is about you be related to stuff that's going on in the world. You know, if you're, uh, you know, if you're a company that helps kids um, with uh, finding the right college for them, there's a lot of those kind of businesses out there now. They're not really well known, and they're just sort of like people find them through the grapevine. But boy, wouldn't that be a great story when it's you know, when it's time to start applying for colleges, and you know the education reporter is looking for a good story idea. Wouldn't it be great to say, hey, you know, there's this new trend of coaches helping kids, you know, get to the college that would really be their best fit. Um, so if you think beyond yourself, not just what you do, but how important this is to the clients you have. I remember uh, I used to run a uh, Sunday full-color advertising magazine for the day called Marketplace. And um, the and people absolutely love this thing. And it was really more of an advertising-driven publication than a news publication. And what I found was what people reacted to was not that the business owner would brag about themselves, but that I would actually talk to customers of the business. And the customer would say how much they loved this business. And sometimes they would come up with reasons that the business owner didn't even know. And the business owner would read the story and go like, wow, I had no idea. You know. So uh, again, if you can sort of get outside your own skin and, and realize what you're doing for your customers, uh, what you're doing for families, um, 
to improve their lives, that, that can sort of be the start of the pitch rather than, gee, I have this nice business that's making me you know, a lot of money or whatever. <laughs> you know, that, that's not really uh, relevant to what we're writing about. We're writing about how people's lives uh, are being affected and how, how much better they can be if they, are, if they know about this you know, product. Uh, I did a story uh, a year or so ago about this woman who developed this new reading technique uh, where she underlines certain parts of words and it helped dyslexic people uh, be able to form words and you know when I did the story like people came out of the woodwork going like oh my god you know this is great you know I have you know three cousins who have this problem or whatever so it's all about you know how you can have an effect on people um, I did another story on uh, video um, it was it was a way of it was like video learning for kids with uh, special needs and and how you know if they had behavioral problems you would take a video of them uh you know solving the problem and then maybe they didn't really solve the problem in real life but they would edit the tape to make it look like it was smooth and then it was amazing how that sort of smoothed out people's uh, ability to uh, to deal with certain stressful situations and uh, again people would go like wow you know I never heard of this before and people were calling from all over the the, the country trying to get this woman's uh, number to to try to figure out how to do it in their location so <clears throat> again if you can think of this in a in a broader term uh, it it often is what brings the value to the story and to your idea